Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it is very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history. If you have an experience that you'd like to share, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. At the end of each episode, I ask the participant to frame final words for future generations who may be looking back on this pandemic with curiosity, wonder, or the need for knowledge, just as we are looking back at the Spanish flu of 1918. These words don't always make it into the final podcast episodes, so every 10th episode will be a special edition of the final thoughts of the previous nine participants. My generation has known what it's like to be tested several times in the last 30 years, whether that's how to respond to like a national crisis like 9-11 or... And we've dealt with pandemics before, but not to a degree like this. I would really like to hope that this pandemic has taught people of my generation um, what resilience looks like in community and what kind of person are you going to be and how do you react in crisis? Are you going to be a fear-based person who reacts out of fear? Or are you going to be a courage-based person who looks at an obstacle with resiliency? Like, I truly believe that life will make you better if you don't let it make you bitter. I think the most important thing is not to panic, to mm -hmm. stay in touch as much as you can, uh, to listen to your government, to listen to what other people are, to listen to the experience of other countries, mm -hmm. be, be prepared, I mean hope that it wouldn't happen, but be prepared for the worst case scenario. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it as tragic. I, I don't know if Italy or China will happen here. Mm -hmm. At the moment, I don't see it as a, a tragic thing because we don't have any deaths. Death. Okay, there was a man that died uh, like a week ago. He had corona, but I think he had some other medical issues. There, there wasn't a, like an official report on yeah. his death. Uh, the quarantine and the shutting down of everything, and you know, you can go to the movie or a restaurant, to the store. It's, that's 
on it makes you i don't know sad depressed you can't hang out you appreciate things um, you you appreciate going out to the garden more i've actually been thinking about this a lot and you know in my own reflections and things like that um so in town, there's this theater that posted this Mr. Rogers quote up on their marquee. And it says, um, you know, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mom would tell me to look for the helpers because there are always people who are helping. Mm -hmm. And I think that really encapsulates what I would want to, to, you know, to tell my grandchildren or my great grandchildren if they should face something similar is, you know, this is terrible and it should have never happened and you should have never let it get to the point where it was going to get this bad. But we have what we have to work with. What we can control, even though we can't control, you know, can't control politics, we can't control the decisions at the top, but we can control our actions and we can control what we do in the aftermath. And we can choose to respond to things, things like this with fear and xenophobia and, you know, hate. Mm -hmm. Or we can choose to really reach out, make those human connections, and take care of each other. If this pandemic has taught me anything, it's that like all of those things that we, we kind of root our lives around, like work and school and, you know, gyms and salons, like none of that matters and all of that can go away. At the end of the day, you know, it's your family and it's the people you love are going to matter and you do have the power to to take care of yourself and to take care of your community and the people you love and that's always a power that that they have it's okay to not be okay during times that are hard and mm -hmm. unknown um even though we've seen a similar type of event that happened it was it was long ago and it was without the technology we have now it was it's it's a different virus um all of that kind of thing and so and without global social media and meet in media in general where you see everything that can be crazy it, but it's okay to also take a break from reading things and consuming Th things online or in the news or you can say you know I don't want to talk about this for the next hour or something that's okay it doesn't mean that you are disconnecting from it it just means that you're making sure to make time for other things that are just as important in your um, life as well um, and that you know keep reaching out to your people Mm. You, they're still there just in a different way and community is also a huge part of the human um, connection um, socially mm -hmm. mentally emotionally physically I know people can't really touch each other right now but if you live with someone it's okay it's good to stay positive but don't let that be like I gotta stay positive and then repress the emotions it's okay to feel negative things during a negative time you just don't want it to consume you as much as you wouldn't want toxic positivity to repress you. So just, just let yourself be and it's okay. I mean, the only thing, like the one thing that I've really, really been focusing on for myself, like I'm an incredibly optimistic person. I'm 
centered person, calm, collected. And it's interesting because the reason that even in a time like this, like I definitely still have my trigger moment, but overall, the, one of the reasons that I am able to not react, I have worked so hard to find that calm and that center within myself. Ultimately, it's going to be okay. Like one of my friends told me because I insist on it, you know, I would encourage people to, to explore that for themselves when they're not in a situation like this, because then that automatically becomes their default is to be the calm, centered, you know, moving forward, non-reactive person. But in my mind too, like this is an incredible time to break everything down um, and see what we really should be doing or have to be doing instead of just taking like whatever those standardized normals were and deciding what they are for ourselves and really getting curious around that piece and then using it for a time to be just really creative and innovative. This is going to pivot so many things and there's nothing wrong with pivoting. A lot of people aren't open to it because they're scared. Like this is a space and a time where, um, you know, we can be dictated by fear and and just trying to get through or you can really look at it and say, okay, what, what new standards could we create out of this? Whether that's a personal, professional, you know, overall society, whatever it is like what mm -hmm. what do we want to be the the new norm and let's do it i can't imagine how this is going to affect people that make it through this crisis and say i lost i lost i lost i mean i, I live simple and i don't have a lot and I treasure what I have. But people that are in a position that they may lose things or they may lose people. I think we're going to look back on this time period. And so many people, so many people are going to say, I lost this or I lost this person. Everything that would happen in my lifetime. It's a war. It is definitely a war. Even in uh, tough times when, when life kind of comes at you with curveballs and surprises, you can then surprise yourself and really like flip the script on the situation. It, it's not, it is scary and it's very real, but it's not hopeless. It's not hopeless. It's, we're gonna get through this and, and and you have a lesson to like, you, you have the, you kind of have the responsibility to learn the lessons of going through this, right? Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't be the same person you were before this. It's not going to fly. Let it, let it change you. This is honestly one of the most difficult parts of my life. Um, just, you know, the past year alone has been a trial in itself, but this where like you can physically actually see that we're gonna have we're staying in and not going out and we have so much of a limit on what we have to do mm -hmm. i think one of the things that is stressed most is just the appreciation for the freedom that we usually have and that we don't see that we have it feels so liberating just to know that you can go out there and do things and make a difference and now it feels really different and really strange for me to not be able to have as much of that power that I would like to have. But I think when my kids and grandkids ask me about this, it'd be more about being grateful and knowing that we have so much and that um, 
even though things are difficult and you know I feel depressed <laughs> and dealing with that anxiety day almost daily um, things do get better and we can always find people who will support us like my family and people who will be there for us and will be willing to you know um, just be there I think that the main takeaway that I would want anybody to get from this would be when something like this is happening, look for a trustworthy source. Because in times like these, there will always be people who are focused on doing something good. This is a time where other people are maybe looking to help others and, and while other people may want to take advantage. And then there are also people that may not just want to listen, not stay at home, not listen yeah. to the guidelines that are set in place for other people's safety. What I would want people to learn is to know your, know your facts and listen when people are trying to give you a message that is important to the safety of other people around you and you yourself. Do your best to adhere to those rules do your best to help other people. Do what you can. Even if it is just washing your hands and staying at home. It's great to create something that will help not only help you, but help other people too. I so appreciate the words that are being gathered in this project. This is a legacy and it has meaning. It's not just a podcast. It will someday be a book and our youngers will someday look to us for answers, even after we're long gone. And this is one way that we can help them. Episodes are being released as soon as I get the interviews. So subscribe so that you don't miss a thing and share if this meant something to you and if you think others might benefit. Stay safe, stay well.